Welcome to Crypto Talk Radio, the podcast for everyday investors like you. Visit us on the web at CryptoTalkRadio.net. And now, here's your host, Leister. Thank you for that, Bailey, and welcome everybody out there in Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. Rainy day today, and we don't have a lot of uh, significant news to cover. There's, it's weird. It's quiet. And I've said before that I, I do think that when it gets quiet, it tends to potentially be a good thing. But this is different, you know. I was looking just around, you know, social media, the web, and everything else, and trying to see what's, what's worth your time from my lens. Because I'm, as I said on CryptoTalkRadio.net, I'm not talking about Poof Hair's trial. I refuse to talk about the trial, and the reason I refuse to talk about the trial is very simple. It is, I don't think, first you can read up if you want, if you're into the drama. We know how this goes. The The female gets believed, she cries, they believe her, they throw the book at the guy and toss him in jail for 50 years. That's how it works. They don't throw the book at her, even though she was right there complicit, because she's a helpless fawn, as we know the story. That's why I don't want to talk about it. If I saw they were going to throw the book at her, I might consider it because it'd be the first sense of the United States government actually being fair and equitable. I know they're not going to do that. And that's why I chose not to do it. So I'm not going to talk about the Poof Hair trial. Let's go ahead and discuss some numbers as we see some red. If you check coindesk.com as I do, zoom out to the month chart, everything took a dump. Everything's trending downward as I expected it was going to. I didn't expect it to go down this far or this fast, but everything took a dump. I don't have a specific cause. I do know that there's been a lot of sell activity happening very recent and just a number of people getting out of cryptocurrency for whatever reason. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of liquidations, but there may have been, I, it may be that I did not see them. I didn't see it. Ethereum hovering 1530, just shy of 1540, a low of 1520 and a high of 1560. It's, it's middling, but it's way lower than we expect and trending downward. It took a major drop. It went down. I want to say it had to be like 50 bucks or some odd for the last time I was looking at it. It went pretty deep on that. And so when inflation numbers got announced, it seemed like it just caused a negative sentiment shift. That's my guess. I'm, I'm just putting something out. Seemed like that just caused a negative sentiment. I don't know if just people needed the money or they were worried about something specific. That's not clear and apparent because there's nothing I can see other than the announcement that would have caused the type of drop that I saw. This affected all the different altcoins and all the different layer twos and everything else. It wasn't just Ethereum and it wasn't just Bitcoin like we saw the other day. This was just across the board. And so I'm per personally maintaining my stance that 2024 is going to be a positive run. And we just have to get past the chaos that is to let the remainder of 2023. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. And most people share that sentiment. A couple of news bits, and then I've got a topic, specific topic. Top of the dollar here, there's, so there's a stable coin that was created, and I didn't know about this. It's called RealUSD, USDR. This was built on the Polygon chain. And allegedly, this stable coin was backed by real estate assets. So that already gave me red flags. Weed, weed, weed. I didn't know about it, but now that I do, that gives me all sorts of red flags about this business. Well, this USDR apparently got a repeg, went down, and I think it went down to like 50 cents or something, 52 cents-ish. So, <laughs> 
and they caused them to back off this. And so then the, this, their analysis is done and they're like, okay, apparently there was DAI in the reserves. And I, this whole thing, this whole chain of different reserves and stuff backing this and this backs this, and this over here is already risky business, but apparently the reserves get drained somehow. They give a message quote, as we've all seen, USDR has suffered a serious peg. Over a short period of time, all of the liquid DAI from the Treasury was redeemed. This led to an accelerated drawdown in the market cap, combined with the lack of DAI for redemptions, liquidation timeline on real estate, panic selling ensued, causing a DPEG. So here's the short summary of that. I don't know what they specifically mean by redemptions because I didn't look in their ecosystem, but apparently when this whatever redemption mechanic takes effect. There's a, a rush. A bunch of people redeem a bunch of stuff at the same time. When that happens, it starts to affect the market cap and starts to trigger red, which causes people to FOMO sell. And because they FOMO sold, it's a domino effect. It causes it to go worse. It's the same thing that, not the same mechanics, but the same concept outcome that happened with Volt where because of allegedly the coin rabbit sell-off triggers FOMO sells and then the thing tanks and it's so far not yet recovered so that's what apparently happens here then he came back and said we're probably not going to be doing this very much longer quote the plan we've established works at building deep liquidity and we'll continue growing this ecosystem for tokenized real world assets there's clear demand for the efficient delivery of off-chain yield to on-chain users and we become experts in the process stop first of all i i'm questioning that you're quote experts in the process when the very first thing you launched crapped anyway quote that said tangible's future will not include real usd we'll share a full post-mortem once we've had a chance to unpack the last 24 hours usdr will be deprecated as in discontinued once the redemption process shared above is complete we tried something novel real usd there are too many attack vectors in the design stop i would argue if you have too many attack vectors in your design you're probably not, quote, experts in the process. Quote, elements put in place to protect the customer were too easily manipulated to attack the protocol. We can protect our users at the current size, but as we continue scaling, it may have become impossible. Stop. I would argue that if your elements, quote, that you put in place to protect the customer were too easy to manipulate, you probably are not, quote, experts in the process. That's just my saying. And I'm not dinging on the people that lost money. It's not good that people lost money. My point, I don't like when some of these developers position themselves as experts in a craft when they fail and they suck at a thing. This is not something that could have randomly happened. We have stable coins all over the damn place that don't fail. New ones that come up, they don't fail. But yet this one, all of a sudden gets an attack and then it's like, well, we're experts in the craft, but we still got crap. You're not experts if your project craps to this degree. It means... You didn't do enough due diligence to understand that you were probably in over your head and you put investors' money at risk. And that's, if, if they had come back and said, clearly this is out of our element. Clearly we were not qualified to do this. Clearly we were not good enough to make this work. Clearly we lacked the expertise to make this successful. And as a result of our ineptitude, we cost a lot of people a lot of money. If they had come out and just honestly say that, I would have more respect. I would have reached out and said, how can I help you? But coming out after you screw the pooch and cost people money and saying, calling yourself, quote, experts in the process when you screwed it up because you didn't know what the F you were doing. And I see, I didn't cuss. 
That's what bothers me. It's the after messaging. Same thing as some of these other ones. And that's like, dude, no, you screwed it up, bro. You dropped the ball. You cost people money. That's what happened here. And you're not experts because you screwed the pooch. That's what it is. The next bit of news, toxicity reigns supreme and now has infected the Dogecoin community, one of the rare few communities left that didn't have a significant amount of toxicity. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the ages of 16, the Dogecoin community toxicity has taken root, or at least that's according to Dogecoin co-founder Billy Marcus, who, of course, by the way, is not even associated with the project, but he's come out firing on all cylinders. Here's what he said, quote, what does the Doge community actually want anyway? I never really see it do anything productive at all ever. I personally don't see why anyone would ever develop on the product or spend any time on it for this community, unless you enjoy pain and stress, because what he's essentially saying, and this is the Shibatoshi if you want to have the nerd name for the guy, Shibatoshi Nakamoto. Apparently what he's saying is it's, it's not that he's critical of the chain, He's critical of the community. What he's saying is that the community is not doing anything to contribute to the strength of the project, that the community is actually what's holding back the project, and that as a result, there's no enticement to do anything positive for the chain to help it succeed because of the lack of strong community. Quote, anytime the foundation has said anything, it's been met with relentless attacks, so they stopped, which is logical when there's no point in trying to communicate with hostile people who don't listen to anything but their own circle jerk. Stop. Here's the problem, Mr. Marcus. Your, your suckage that you refer to in this whole thing, you're, you're pointing at the wrong direction. What you're actually sensing is not a symptom of what you think it is. What's actually happening is you have an entire ecosystem of children. And when I say entire ecosystem, I refer to the devs. I refer to the investors because that's the environment you promoted during the last bull run because you welcomed all that smoke. Now, the Doge social media account never went and overshilled the project, never did anything to cause anything negative. I would argue they're very good, whoever's running that account. I'm talking about this narrative of why is Doge really better? I said before, Doge doesn't do anything and it relies on tweets from Elon Musk to really go anywhere. These are factual statements. I don't make it up. So given that we know that and anybody who's honest with themselves will wrap that around their hair, their head, it's, it really depends on Elon Musk. If Elon abandons it, you have nothing. That's the truth. You had something. You don't have it now. In the bull run, you might have something again. Right now, today, you have nothing. You can't just pin that solely on the community because the toxicity of the community is part and parcel with the developers and their toxicity because there was a little bit of that. I'm not talking to social media. I'm talking to developers. That truly was a thing. Quote, question, how would you like Dogecoin development to be funded ideally since there was no pre-mine or pre-sell like other coins? The community has donated maybe $40,000 total in 10 years, 95% in the first six months. Stop. So, now we get to the real meat of the matter or the bone of the matter, however you slice it. Money. Remember I said, if you listened to me for a while at CryptoTalkRadio.net, I said cryptocurrency and the vast majority of them out there right now are driven by greed. This is another episode of that. 
I'm not suggesting that developers should not get paid for their work. I'm saying that his motivation for his attack on the community is greed-driven. He's focused on the money aspect. I'm sure the toxicity plays a factor, but the money aspect, it, coming at that as your bottom line argument, makes you look like an idiot because you, you can't, you got to choose. If, if they're toxic, you should expect you're not going to get any money, right? If you want money, what are you doing to encourage them to give you money, which means you should be doing something to minimize their toxicity by actually delivering a damn thing. The reason that they got to the level of toxicity that they're at is because they don't see anything happening. The reason you don't see anything happening is because Dogecoin, by its very definition, was designed to do nothing. They, they straight told you, we're not here to change the world. We're not here to build dApps. We're not here to do that. We're just a coin. That was the message. You sold people on that message. We're just here to do nothing. If you're here to do nothing, guess what? When a bear market and extended bear period comes around, you get exposed with your pants down and Vaseline off the side because now these people who are greed-driven and some who are just flat out desperate, frankly, because they see their investment is tanked in the bear and they don't know why, and they see all these other garbages like a Pepe spiking up, they're coming out to you and saying, what are you doing to cause this to go back up? Now your sales pitch is all bunk because it was not able to convince those people that that was a long-term strategy because it wasn't a long-term strategy. That's what's being exposed here. So you getting $40,000 in donations doesn't surprise me. And just to put in perspective, a normal code developer is making six figures a year. I'm talking one. Dogecoin, I don't know how many developers it has. I'm, I'm sure it's got to be at least two of them. So $40,000 in 10 years is not, it's, it's nothing. And then you're saying 95% of the first six months of launch, that means you haven't gotten a dime since. I would question, what did you do to encourage people to donate? What did you do to show that people should donate? What outreaches did you do? And, and I'll, let, me, let me be fair. It's not easy to get people to part with their money if you're trying to, which is why I don't try, because I know it's not easy to get people to part with their money. If they want to donate, they'll donate. I make a lot of money. I don't need the money. If they want to donate to show, hey, I want to keep your show around, or I want to give you a little bit something because show appreciation, because they want to do it, that means I got to show up. That means my product has to be sound. That means I got to keep improving the game, which I've been working to do on all the shows, is to constantly improve and deliver more and more. We're just on the verge of releasing a new product that I think is going to be really dang cool. That's continuous. What the hell has Dogecoin done to actually continually improve? Nothing. So why would you expect more money if you're not delivering anything more? Do you think it's a charity? If it's a charity, why don't you spin up a charity and then say it's a charity? And then what are you doing with your charity to actually help mankind? You're not a charity. You're profit-driven. I understand that. I don't fault you for it. But if you're going to be profit-driven, that means you better show up. You better do something. You better actually deliver something. Because if you don't, you're not going to convince people to part with their money. This is basic business 101, though. And I always struggle with this because I deal with this outside of, you know, what I do with the show. As I talk to people, people that have college credentials that far exceed mine, people that have gone to excessive business schools, some people who have been business owners. And it just boggles my mind why the, and I know it's that they, it's not that they don't know these business fundamentals. They're ignoring it. And this is ego. 
They think that their way is so much better than what's come before. They think that their S doesn't stink. They think they walk on water. They think that they can solve every problem. They think that they can never do any wrong. That's why so many cryptocurrencies fail. That's why so many suck. That's why you see things like a Satama crap after going so high. That's why you see things like a Shinja crap. That's why you see things like a Shirio crap. That's why you see things like these Satama V3s and Shinja V3s and all these others spin up after the crap because they think they can do it better. And what happens? They crap. Pepe craps. Pepe 2 craps. They all crap because none of them seem to get it, which is that your strategy, you can't assume that you got the right answer. You've got to show up. And it's not about what you say you're going to do. You've got to deliver. And if you give dates of delivery, you better deliver on time because if you don't, all you're going to do is fail, and you only get one shot at this. We've seen it time and again. Doge has the fortune of having so many whales in it. They are largely keeping it afloat. The people who are squawking, the people that this Mr. Marcus is squawking about, the people that he's squawking about are the retail side. They're the people that's their little bit of money, a little bit here and there, and they're the ones that are frustrated because the price ain't going anywhere. These are the ones that didn't listen when they straight up told you, this is not going to be the app central. We're not going to solve the world. We're not going to build utility. We're not here for that. They didn't listen to any of this. You didn't reinforce that message. And you probably suck at communicating outside your other channels. You do good on Twitter or X. I got you there. But outside of that, you suck at communication. I damn sure know you suck on Reddit. So my, my guess, and this is only my as a distance perspective, is you probably just suck at telling your community what really it is and reinforcing who you are and what you are, why you are, what you are, and making sure that people are not just investing off of FOMO because that's really what it is. Elon sends a tweet and then Doge jumps four cents and people FOMO in there. And at no point are you reinforcing the truth, which is we're, if you're investing, make sure you understand we don't do shit and we're going to crap out and you're probably going to lose some money and we're long-term play. I don't, at this point, I don't even know if Doge can qualify as a long-term play because, again, it doesn't do anything. And it relies on Elon's tweets and a rush-up of Ethereum, for the most part, or Bitcoin. That's what we're at. They tell you this, though. So if people get in and they don't understand it, you, you failed at reinforcing that truth of this is all we are. If we don't get an Elon tweet, we're not going up. If we're in a bear market, we're not going up. And you have to be okay with that loss because we don't do anything. Once again, I'm not trying to crap on the people who lost money. That's not what I'm doing. I am crapping on this guy because his attack vector is wrong. Even though he's not wrong, I'm saying his vector's wrong. He's not wrong that the community is turned toxic. He doesn't understand why it's turned toxic. It's turned toxic because Doge doesn't do anything and they have not reinforced that to people so that they understood what they were getting into, which is if you're giving money to this thing, you're not going to be made a millionaire deep, 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 and it's possible you're going to lose some money until Elon tweets again because that's the reality of what we're at. I'm going to wrap up with another statement. This is not news-driven. This is just a standard statement on cryptocurrency overall. I'm going to give a statement that I am presenting as a statement of what I believe to be fact. Somebody can absolutely try to prove me wrong, and I welcome the smoke. But I'm going to make this statement. We're getting close potentially to these ETFs and everything else. Possibly, there's no guarantees with any of this, but possibly. And I think 
I still maintain 2024 is probably going to be a good year. That's my opinion. That part's my opinion that could fluff. Here's the part that I don't think of fluff. There are people that are leaving cryptocurrency. There are people that are tired of it. There are people that don't want the stress. There are people that don't think it's going anywhere. There are people that are having a hard time getting in that think there might be something there. And there are people that are telling the outside world, quote unquote, that it's nothing but a clown show because it is a clown show. Every single cryptocurrency has struggled. Even the ones that sold you on a bill of goods on social media, they all have struggled. They all have sucked. The cores, they're still here, right? But some of them, they don't make any sense, like ICP. Some of them don't make any sense. My point with this is cryptocurrency is in a very tough spot. And the reason, the large reason, is how it's been presented. It has not been presented as a serious investment. It has not been presented as a serious currency. And the people who are spinning up tokens who claim to have some sort of sales pitch that they can justify suck at it. They're not able to do it either. I don't think that's their fault necessarily. I don't think it's their fault that they're not able to make this thing work. I think what's really happening, big picture, I think what's really happening is you have a lot of people who were sold on false hope, too much hype, too much hopium. And the business, the overall business has not presented serious. We've not presented that at the end of the day, it should be an investment treated serious. There's still a force to tell a scam, which won't stop. There's still an encouragement to use MetaMask, which steals your identity when it chooses. There's still the childishness. I talked about the clown show on various YouTube channels. Everything is around children and childishness. That's cryptocurrency. And it's because cryptocurrency is being marketed to the younger class. That's fine, but let's be honest here. The younger class is not going to have the money you want. The money you want is in the middle and the upper classes. Largely, I would argue, largely somewhere in about the 40 to maybe 50 range is your sweet spot of where the vast majority of logical wealth exists. It's not the older folks because many of them penny pinch. It's not the younger folks because many of them don't even understand how to balance their own checking account. I'm putting that out there as a statement. I'll put it as a statement because I believe it firmly. It's my show. I think the real problem here is your everybody, when I say you, everybody in cryptocurrency, your marketing approach and your marketing direction and your marketing targets are wrong. You're focusing on the young crowd. I saw a project that supposedly started like a blockchain, multi-cross-chain, something. Doo, 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 doo. I, I dialed back in. They started like 2017. I, when Ethereum was like a hundred, couple hundred dollars, I dialed back in and they got little alien garbage and all this NFT. Everybody's jumping to NFTs. Everybody's doing garbage art and they don't, and then they, it craps and they don't understand. Stop marketing to this lesser class. They're not, that's not where the money is. The, the people that think it's cool are not going to give you the money that you think you should get. You need to cater it like a real business. If you don't, we're not going to be able to sustain any run that we do have. So Let's say I'm right. 2024 does come when we get a run-up. We're not going to be able to sustain it as long as we have children leading the charge. As long as we focus in that direction, we're not going to sustain that run-up. It's going to crap back out again. Now, that's fine for the people who are able to take the profits, which I would encourage you do, by the way. If we do get a run-up and you are holding some, some stakes and things, 
make sure you're taking profits. I emphasize that every time you listen to me because it's not going to sustain. If we think we're going to have this sustained run up, I got a bridge to sell you because that's not going to happen because we're going to screw it up again. And more importantly, the rich people who would want to treat you like exit liquidity are going to succeed. At some point, they're going to take out their money and then it's going to be down again until we go on another run in another two years or whatever. That's It's cyclical now. And at some point, people will have to reconcile that. But we also have to understand that until we can get to a point where we treat it serious, all that's going to happen is we're going to have these volatile disruptions in profit potential that'll keep hitting us. And that just makes people frustrated, makes people leave cryptocurrency, and then we're right back where we started. So I'll put that out there, and I'll hold fast. I am serious when I say that. I say that because I want cryptocurrency to succeed for people that could be life-changing for them, that you know maybe they need the money really seriously because they... Again, I don't because I have other endeavors that pay me very well. For me, I like talking about cryptocurrency. It's not a get rich, do, do, do. It is, I'm intrigued by it. I like talking about it. And I like doing the podcast at CryptoTalkRadio.net. It is, I'd like other people to get some life-changing money for a change. I like other people to win. I like regular people to actually get a win as opposed to what we currently have, which is suppression. That's what we have. And inflation, that's what we have. And depression, let's be honest, that's what we have. It's not what we should have, but it's what we have. Let's see if we can do better. I would like to do a call to action. Everybody listening here, any crypto projects that's out there, they've got to get serious with this. That's a start. And stop acting like clown shows all over the place and stop acting like kids and stop rushing to telescam. Let's get serious about what we're doing and see if we can get some momentum leading into 2024 that may help us sustain at least a little bit longer. It's going to go back down, but at least we can sustain a little bit longer than we have in the past. 